0: Just
1: be me. Amy Winehouse, back to black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson, rated R under 17, not a minute without parent, only in theaters, May 17th. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot.
2: Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke F Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, well, bravo. Cheers to all of us for making it through another week. That comes at no great effort, right? Like, there's a considerable amount of effort. That it takes to get through these weeks. And this week, you know, a mixed bag of, I guess, like good and horrific, which is just par for the course these days. But where do I want to begin? I want to begin at the latest mass shooting where, you know, on one of my other pods, we were debating about talking about it because. You know, it was just like, well, they're thinking about, you know, changing how they're counting mass shootings because there are just so many of them that this one may not qualify because only one person was killed. And I'm just like, what fucking nightmare do we live in? 22 people were injured. And because 22 people weren't fatally killed, like then that is not worthy of conversation these days because there are so many mass shootings on a regular basis that now we don't need to change the policies that are causing the mass shootings. We need to change the way that we count them so that I guess that we can trick ourselves into believing that there's not as many as there are. Let that sink in. Nonetheless, one person was fatally killed, 22 people shot, at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade, right? Which is filled with children and, you know, and elders and, you know, just people, right? People that, you know, wanted to enjoy a good time and celebrate their team and their city's win. And you can't do that. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that on the news, you will listen to people pontificate on, well, it was, you know, it was an argument or it was this or that. Why the fuck do we have so many guns? Do you know what used to happen in arguments before you had access to, like, you know, so much weaponry? It would just be an argument between two people and maybe they'd throw hands. Maybe there would be, you know, some punches that were thrown, but everybody would just be able to walk away from that. You know, when people refer to the good old days, That's what the fuck I'd like to go back to where the good old days where everyone wasn't packing. And so they weren't just one, you know, instance, one argument, one short temper, one moment away from committing mass murder or causing mass injury and trauma. Because what we don't talk about on a regular basis, what we don't talk about is the trauma, the emotional trauma that is associated with being in a mass shooting. Now, to date right now, I don't have any firsthand knowledge of that. And I pray to fucking God that I don't. But the way that this country moves, we will all experience a mass shooting at one time or another and pray to God that we come out of it. But when I think about the school shootings, when I think about the grocery store shootings and the synagogue shootings and the, you know, and the movie theater shootings. When I think about all of these things that have happened and the churches and the mega church that was just shot up the other day, it's this feeling of safety being robbed from you. And what do we call that? Terrorism. So these people, in my humble opinion, no longer need to have motive. Like, I don't give a fuck about their motivations. Whose motivations I actually care about are the motivations of the Republican politicians that continue to pass legislation that makes it easier for people to obtain a fucking gun. That's whose motivations we should be talking about on a regular fucking basis. I don't give a fuck. Nowadays, about whether or not the shooter had a manifesto, whether or not they were a Trump supporter or whether or not like it was an argument or they were bullied at school or what difference does it make? The common denominator is the access to guns. When I interviewed Jonathan, you know, at the beginning of the month for his new book, What We've Become, The entire conversation and narrative change that he's talking about in his book is moving from this idea of a health pandemic and moving toward a place of power and how we who want to be able to pray, send our kids to school, shop, walk, you know, fellowship with our neighbors without fear of death. And that that is about voting in the people and the judges and the representatives that are going to give a fuck about whether or not you live and die. We are at a place where the number one killer of kids is not a disease. That we're ch- still trying to figure out how to cure. No, it is not cancer. It is gun. And still we do nothing. So for people that cover the news on a regular basis, there comes a time when you're just like, oh, I guess this story isn't enough to cover. For me, oh, I'm going to keep covering the shootings until they stop. Until they stop. Because we need to know about all of them. As a clear reminder that our politicians are bought and sold by the NRA and gun manufacturers and whomever else profits from continued terrorism and violence, right? And fear. Because people make money off of this just like they make money off of war. So it's. Asking ourselves the question, well, who is making money from this? Who is profiting off of these consistent acts of domestic terrorism?
1: Focus Features presents Back to Black.
0: I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles.
1: Experience the music and her story.
0: Know this, I ain't no spy, girl.
1: Like never before. That's
0: my daughter. That's my Amy.
1: Big screen.
0: I want to be remembered for just being me.
1: Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
0: come.
2: You know, just recently you had the parents of a shooter go on trial, right? The mother has gone on trial, not the father yet. And found guilty, right? For the first time ever. And I'm just like, these are the types of cases that matter. These are the things that we need to figure out. Because you know who made it so that you can't sue gun manufacturers? Congress. Right. The same way that they made it so that you can't sue the police so that they just can, you know, because it'd be too complicated for them to do their jobs and just not be able to shoot and kill whomever they want or suffocate and choke whomever they want. It's wild, you know, it's wild. So that is unfortunately how the week began. Right after the Super Bowl. And then we move into. Donald Trump is going to once again be standing trial for the hush money fraud case, not to be confused with all the other fraudulent cases that he has. And, you know, the judge in Manhattan has decided uh, he's going to stand trial. The date is set for March 25th on the Stormy Daniels hush money case, which feels like that was like 100 years ago that we heard about that case. And it just, you know, folks, I know that I should be holding on to some semblance of hope, but at this point, it's like you lose track of the amount of cases. You lose track of the amount of appeals. And we're just numb and desensitized to it because guess who's still running for president? Donald Trump. Guess who has a 50 50 chance of winning the presidency? Donald Trump. Right? We're more concerned with who Fonnie Willis is fucking in Georgia, right? Than the two years worth of investigations that she did now let me tell you something i'm gonna be one of the first people to be like what the fuck were you thinking black people are taught from the beginning that you need to be twice as good to get half as fucking much so why you would take any type of fucking risk that could potentially jeopardize one of the most important fucking trials. I have no idea. But I do know that if she were a white man, that this would just be like, a oh, well, and move on. But because she is a black woman that had the audacity to take on a bunch of powerful white men, oh, they're going to come for her and that case is going to fucking disappear. So it's just, you know, It's exhausting, all of it. Keeping up with all of it is exhausting. It is just like, at this point, what does actually matter, you know, as it pertains to all of the trials? Because, you know, Donald Trump can appeal. He can appeal, 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 appeal appeal, until the cows come home. The Supreme Court are also bought and sold, right? by right-wing billionaires. So there is actually no judgment that we're waiting on here that is going to lead to any type of justice happening. We already know the outcome. So it's just like a foregone conclusion. And this is what I keep saying. The only thing that we are going to be able to rely on, the only thing that we have control over is our vote. That's it. The courts are not going to save us. Right. So. That's it. And if Donald Trump becomes president again and, you know, begins his campaign as dictator, like he's saying that he's going to do. And I'm just so confused why motherfuckers don't believe what he's saying. He said that when he came into office the first time, he was going to institute a Muslim ban. That is exactly what he did. Sure, it was rejected by the courts, and then he found a way to do it. He said that he was going to make, you know, migrants and immigrants suffer. He threw their babies in cages, and they still haven't been reunited, all of them, with their families, right? So at this stage in the game, Folks, it's like the only thing that is standing between us and the end of democracy is us. We're the ones that we are waiting for. Sure as fuck is not Merrick Garland. It's not, you know, the the special counsel, right? It's not any of the judges. It's not Judge Chunkin. It's not the Supreme Court. It's us. We're it. So, the fact is that people telling me that they can't stomach Biden, I can't really stomach what Biden is doing in Gaza and Israel. I can't stomach the fact that, like, the Associated Press can't manage to say that 13,000 children have been killed, murdered. Right? Instead, they say minors. I can't imagine. What it is like to live in constant fear. You know, the other day, I'm thinking to myself, like, where do you go when you have nowhere to go? What do you take? How do you keep moving? And these are the thoughts that I have that keep me up at night, that have me lose sleep. And then I think to myself, like, I can't get stuck in that cycle of thinking. Because these people, those people, are relying on us to hold on to something. Right? Because if Donald Trump becomes president, what the fuck do you think is going to happen in Ukraine, in Gaza, around the fucking globe? There will be no intervention. right? So we won't have to worry about our worst imaginations coming true. And whether or not they will, because he's telling you, they are telling you, they got billions of dollars funding it. So if you can't stomach what you are seeing elsewhere, how are you going to be able to deal with it in the United States? Because that's what's coming here. I just I don't get how you think that losing how people think losing democracy here is somehow going to ensure democracy elsewhere. And do do I know how fucked up our democracy is? I am a black queer woman in America. Yes, I'm very well aware. But I also know that. What we are dealing with right now is still better than what the people are dealing with and facing day in and day out with being bombarded with bombs, with being picked off of the street. Young boys as young, you know, under the age of 10, being stripped and thrown into the back of vehicles, never to be seen or heard from again because, you know, who's searching for them? Family, community, gone, wiped out.
0: You know, it's just like I
2: tell you that some. It just makes me think that our laws are just so fucked up that Donald Trump is even a possibility, shows you all of the ways that white supremacy exists, that patriarchy exists. Right. Like there is no middle ground or. Oh, well, maybe it's like, no. A man convicted of sexual assault. A man that is referred to Mexicans as rapists and murderers. That is referred to African nations as shithole countries. That has said that members of his own party do not have the complexion to be his running mate. A man that says that he's going to be a dictator on day one. A person who is completely and totally grifted off of every aspect of being president of the United States. That has played footsies with dictators. That almost took us into nuclear war via Twitter. This is the man that people are considering. To have another term. Like, they think that that is going to be the last term. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, I don't know. This is why I appreciate you all for sending me, you know, DMs and and messages and commenting, you know, for my patrons who comment under the videos and send me notes. Because I tell you that most weeks I feel like I am screaming into a void and that no one hears. And worse yet, people here, they just don't care. And that is a hard thing to deal with on a regular basis, right? That you are trying to do your best to help in the ways that you can. And people are just like, yeah, no, I'm good. I know that people are hurting, I am hurting. I know that people are exhausted. I'm exhausted. Look at me. I mean the the fucking, you know, I could I could pack, you know, fill up my the bags under my eyes, right? With clothing. Like that's how big they are. But we are just we don't have an alternative. And the idea that some alternative for the Democratic nominee is going to somehow present itself and then we are all going to be well is a lie. It is a fantasy. So I'm like, sometimes you just got to deal with the cards that you're dealt. Like you don't just get to flip the table. Like this is a reality TV show and walk away because the consequences are just too fucking stark and too real. So I pray what I ask of all of you is to continue in the conversations with friends, colleagues, loved ones, you know, children that are going to be a voting age. And like, lay it out, you know, tell them that you hear them, that you hear and you share in their frustration, but that they don't know what they are getting ready for if they choose to not vote. They better be prepared to live with the consequences, not for four years, but for four generations. You know, post the Civil War, Reconstruction only lasted 12 years. And then following that, 100 years of Jim Crow. You think it can't happen again? It can, it will, and it is. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Right here,
3: right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee.